everybody, and welcome to Post Credits, the live show. Yeah. How you doing out there, homies? I'm doing okay. <laughs> I, I'm just realizing I didn't put links to this anywhere. Mm-hmm. Nope, so, no leaks. Hooray! <laughs> so if you found this, congratulations, you're yeah. a part of the select group. Yeah, you're part of, like, the p- person, I guess. <laughs> you're the lucky elite that just walked into there and like, hey, what's this? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess I should probably post links to this, right? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey, if you could like get some links to this and send them to me, because if I go and grab these links, then it's gonna kick me out of here, and it's gonna be a whole thing. Recommend Podbean. Yeah, yeah, yeah do that. Let's um, see if I'm following us. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, hey, how's everyone doing out there? Um, it's uh. Not quite our one-year anniversary, but we recorded our one-year anniversary episode today. That we did. So that's cool. Oh. <laughs> also need to close that window. Oh, there we go. <laughs> better. That's better. Did you get it? I got the thing. Oh, look at that. It's the thing. Um, I found an amazing <laughs> podcast on Podbean. Yeah, apparently I see that. <laughs> What? <laughs> this is a different kind of technical technical difficulties. That's not technical. Kind of is. I suppose that's fair. It's technically a difficulty. <laughs> nice. All right. Uh, I don't know if it's gonna. Oh, show me the chat on here now. We'll see what happens. <laughs> so, how's everyone doing out there? It's us. Salutations. It's your boys. <laughs> no. Ah, that's what I wanted to talk about, I think. You find it? I think. You, you think? If not, it's something else I can talk about. Okay. What's today's date? 24th? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know why you looked at your wristy. He, he just it, does that. It helps. <laughs> I'm not, I know it's stupid, but it genuinely helps, okay? <laughs> just the motion of it. Like, the time, no, it definitely doesn't help. But just, like, that actually helps me remember what day and week it is. What? Uh, it's Did you accidentally it... open in your... Yeah, I opened the thing. So now I don't know if it's going to show me things here. <laughs> if you can see us, please send message so we know. So far, <laughs> Sam says, hey, hey, hey. And then she, okay, are. so yeah, then Kari came in, and she's like, Kari, yeah, and then the truck lobster says, "Ayo." I don't get to see it, I guess. Yeah. That's cool. All right, so uh, we just get to read it to you, even though you move the monitor closer to you, so that way you can actually read messages. Now. Yeah, I don't understand this at all. <laughs> if you refresh, isn't gonna mess everything. It Almost might. certainly. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we just have to guess if you guys are talking to us. So, um, it's all a big maybe. Yeah. 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 Yeah um yeah we got you thanks, thanks. <laughs> yeah you guys take care of the chat then. sam says fuck you guys what why <laughs> what i guess because, because you can't read it now probably oh <laughs> you know sam's sense of humor yeah i guess <laughs> <laughs> i'm just gonna post this you guys talk amongst so, yeah. yourselves we just got done watching a movie and it was totally blind none of us had seen that movie before and apparently no one else had <laughs> yeah um, we are the first people ever to watch this movie. It's We're insane. the last ones in, and the first ones at the same time. <laughs> it was a very strange experience. Yeah, it was. It was um the fa- the family Fang. There you go. You got it. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna call it the Fang family, <laughs> but no, uh, that's that's the vampire werewolf one we were talking about. Before. Yeah, that's the vampire werewolf movie. Yeah, yeah. don't get those confused. Uh, despite being called the family Fang, it actually doesn't have any vampires nor werewolves, which is 
They dress as a vampire for like two minutes. Nobody has ever heard of that. Exactly. Yeah. We didn't. No, none of us have even seen it. It just appeared on Jiraiya's doorstep. Liz found it. I, I 100% have to give all the credit to Liz on that. I have no idea how she found it, but she found it. But yeah, Car says, me. Sam says, ha ha. Car says, I know. And then Car says, I'm cool. I can vouch for that. And Sam agrees. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to have to open the chat on this thing and see what happens. All right. Yeah. Um, so how how you want to start this one? You want to? Yeah, because he said he had some talking points that you wanted to bring up. There are a lot of talking points that I have. Um, Do you want me to go first with the one thing I thought of before you? The thing that you, you watched? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Do that while I figure out my life okay um this is gonna sound really weird i watched a documentary on the history of lace ball which is this weird ball yes it's a weird internet baseball uh kind of like betting thing it doesn't take real money but like the trick is it's has weird like effects like some it can like rain blood in a bunch of weird things like that and i watched like someone describe how it worked and someone else described the lore of it. Apparently, a ton of people play this game that I've never heard of, which is surprising to me. But there's just crazy stuff like the players can just die. Like the umpires can just evaporate players at will. This shows us so much. Sorry, I'm listening. <laughs> yeah. I'm listening to the weird blood blaze ball thing. Yeah, that's fine. But I'm just looking at the app on here now because the I don't want to refresh the page and have fucking technical difficulties. I'll goddamn... I can't do it again. Um, <laughs> um, Not after last time. It shows us so many more things in the app. Yeah. yeah. This is ridiculous. <laughs> the desktop sucks. Yeah, apparently. Jesus Christ. But yeah, um, but yeah, it was just a weird thing. And it was kind of interesting from like a game design perspective, obviously, as I have. <laughs> so like, is it like an active playing thing? Yes. Like tons of people like just are on it and like bet on who they think what teams are going to win and what players are going to be the best. And random every like season they vote on certain like blessings and it can be stuff like sometimes the players will just trade teams during the middle of a game or sometimes the players will just get set on fire and it's done like that and it's like really interesting what honestly it's the death race of baseball apparently oh, Sam is and... asking what <laughs> what is it though it's um it's basically uh betting on baseball but with the fantasy fantasy baseball there we go that's the word i was looking for. <laughs> do you bet real money no um, oh so you bet fantasy i think money. you can like join their patreon and get bonus fantasy money but like it's not a requirement <laughs> is what i'm getting at yeah okay. shock lobster is saying it's so obscure that google thinks i'm curious about knitting yeah that is weird yeah <laughs> <laughs> which I got to actually pull something up on there but yeah it's uh yeah i just saw that i was like huh this is interesting and uh, I saw it earlier saying I watched most obscure things. Um, things just kind of find me. <laughs> like, I don't like, I, I didn't search anything. I just saw it. It just appeared on your desktop. Kind <laughs> not on my desk. Like, sometimes, like, I've just subscribed to random people and they have random things like that. Like, this was someone I subscribed to because they did a thing I talked about not, actually, probably a while ago, where it was, like, the MMO that, like, you could bet or not bet, but like you can have real money to buy stuff and you can get real money back from it. Huh. Um, it sounds like betting. Yeah. 
No, it is basically. It's it's gambling. It's <laughs> yeah. for sure gambling, despite the fact that the creators assured everyone that it's definitely not gambling. <laughs> it's definitely not gambling. All you do is give us your money. It goes on chances, and then if you win, you get more money back. But it's not gambling. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah. So that was that, and it's really weird. Like even for my standards, like, huh, this is weird. But okay. <laughs> I thought I like- about trying to join it, but when I tried, I was like, I don't know what I'm looking at, and I don't know how to play. So I did it. I like that you're like, even for me, this is a little... I mean, I see a lot... Like, fantasy, fantasy baseball was, like, (laughs) not in the things I thought would exist. That's fair. That's fair. Like, I'm down for it. It looked really cool. And, like, if I had a bunch of time on my hand, maybe I would... No, I wouldn't. (laughs) (laughs) If I was more... If I was slightly more into sports, I'd probably be into it. But I'm not. Okay. Like, I don't care about players in real life i'm not going to care about fictional players <laughs> fictional fictional yeah players. i don't i don't care about Jaden hot dog fingers okay well wait a second <laughs> that is one of the players does he have hot dog fingers yes i'm in <laughs> uh they died and got resurrected at a point so huh. they're zombie hot dog fingers yes and they had this thing where after they were resurrected they purposely hit people with their pitches <laughs> <laughs> like it's crazy shit like that and I'm like that's awesome what is <laughs> sounds like the dumbest thing and i'm kind of into it yeah what is it called again baseball b-l-a-s-e-b-a-l-l okay but no like how you were saying that it's something that just kind of found you kind of reminds me of uh the reason i pulled him up on it because mm-hmm. i follow this guy on instagram now because i was looking up barley corn measurements to figure out like or wh- <laughs> how many barley corns is a size zero with the uh, shoe sizes what what's and, a barley corn wait so a barley corn is like a corn from a barley plant but that's how they measure oh, okay. shoe sizes. What? Yeah, okay. Okay. because I'm, I'm... shoe sizes go back to uh, go back further than inches. Go. Right, right. And so that's how they used to measure uh, foot sizes with barley corns. Yeah, and you needed to know this. And well, I was uh, I was explaining it to Gel actually. Gotcha. And uh, we had that question of like, how many barley corns is a size zero then? Because it can't be zero barley corns. That's just no foot. And so I decided to look it up. And while I was looking it up, I found art by John Ken Mortensen which does like these horror art. And like, I just like found a page full of his art while looking at barley cord measurements. <laughs> and I actually posted it on like the Facebook group that me and dry are part of. And people were just like, what the fuck is this? And like, there's one guy who knew who the artist I was like, Oh yeah, it's this artist. And so, I mean, I'm down. These are really awesome. Yeah. Like this, I looked at barley cord measurements and I got a, uh, yeah, I Google don't search full happened, of this shit, but just like all this weird, like <laughs> weird Eastern European horror art. Yeah. And the weird thing, like the the web pages that were showing his art, were all Russian. So like, I had no idea what the fuck was going on whenever I saw it because it's all in Russian. Yeah. So uh, I'm just gonna catch up with the chat here because there's a lot going on. Yeah. Yeah. I bet. Um. Sam was saying, didn't you talk about this before? And you did. I did. Um. But then a bunch more happened. Uh, <laughs> Kyrie says, did you know that you should not search quote unquote hard in your gift search because no one taught me that internet rule. <laughs> no. Just in case no one else knew. And then Shock Lobster said, oh, Christ, I was looking up lace ball. Spit the marbles <laughs> out, friends. Uh, so yeah. lace, B-L-A-C-E ball. Um, and then Sam said, we're ignoring her uh, or something. I don't know. I wasn't paying attention. And um, yeah, and uh, now people are telling her that she needs to put safe mode on. Yeah, say if, if you don't want that kind of imagery on your searches, put safe mode on. Oh, yeah. Just Google uh, cocky man with safe search off. It'll be fine. 
honestly, safe safe search doesn't protect you from that much, quite frankly. No, no, it just basically <laughs> makes it to where like, hey, this is a dick, but it's a blurry dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Um, so we usually jump in with like, hey, what have you been watching? What have you been playing? Mm-hmm. But something was brought up right before the live show, and after we got to <laughs> done recording our actual episode, that um I'm I, terrible with names. Yeah, Robbie's terrible with names. Everybody knew that, but um, we decided that there needs to be a game made out of this. <laughs> so I'm going to send this list of names over to you, Robbie. Uh, I'm going to send the full list, so don't you know? Don't be a jerk and like cheat and like stare at all of them. Just look at the one name at a time. Okay. Well, <laughs> he's staring at my phone too, so he could keep keep. Me I don't think that's going to help me. Much yeah. Um. <laughs> All right, there you go. Well, you know what? It's going to be five names of five actors. And then uh, I'm going to give Robbie a chance on a bonus sixth one, depending on how he's doing. Okay. (laughs) I I will use these sticky notes that were on your desk randomly to like hide parts of my phone since you give me the full list. So you could just type them in one by one in the chat. I guess I could. Yeah, don't look at your texts, Robbie. Okay. I'm just going to type it into (laughs) chat. That's your that man. It's good we have college people in here. Smart. Uh, welcome, Simone. Uh, so yes, I'm going to do the first name here first. Uh, like I said, it's going to be uh, five names. We're starting off with an easy one. Very very easy here. Put that in chat there. All right. So you got to say the name correctly, Robbie, and then E has to say what this person has been in. And it's definitely something that he's seen. Ashley Johnson? Boom, you got it. Yeah. One point. One out of five I, so far. There, there's something else that I watched that she's in. Yeah. Okay, so uh, what has she been in, E? Mm, you you got this, man. You got this. Knives out. No. Damn it. Uh, Infinity Train. She <sighs> plays main girl in Infinity Train. What? Oh, she does? Which one? I don't know. I've seen three episodes so far. Okay, my bad. <laughs> she also plays Ellie in The Last of Us. Yeah, so every time I've been watching Infinity Train, because by the way, I started watching Infinity Train. So a few episodes. It's very funny, actually. Very uh, charming. Uh, also has a cool story to it so far. Yes. But I just keep thinking that Ellie's going on this weird adventure. <laughs> I mean, I don't know too much about The Last of Us, but I feel like that's not too far out of the realm. Um, I don't know. I, kind of, I guess. A different adventure. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Very different. All right. Robbie's got one point. One for one so far, Robbie. Cool. Next one is in the chat. And yeah, we are making Robbie say names. Sam, Sam in the chat says, are we making Robbie say names because he never says anything, right? Yes. Yes, that's exactly what we're doing. (laughs) And we're also testing E's memory on if he knows actors at all. Tony Collette? Boom. Two points, Robbie. Good job. Um... Be fair, I, I can't even think of a movie that this person's in. Um, oh, come on. Knives out. Boom. Yes. yes! <laughs> you did it. Yeah. She plays oh, the she mom, the... steals the money. Oh, okay. Yay. Yeah. Man. <laughs> is this hurting you, Sam? Is that what's going on? Okay, so it's two to one. All right. Third one coming. Is he just going to guess Knives Out for all the movies? No, I, I, I know he wouldn't make it that. <laughs> That'd be funny. Um, all right, next one. Oh, that's one is another easy one. Nev Campbell. Boom, three for three, Robbie. All right, E. 
Nev Campbell. <laughs> what have you seen with Nev Campbell in it? Say knives out enough, you'll eventually get it right. He did get one right <laughs> with knives out. Um, um, you got this, E. Believe in you. Would you like a hint? No. Uh, Blue Valentine. Oh, no. way far, Damn. way far off. Scream. Oh, which she, one's he? Main girl. Which one's she? The main girl. The main girl, the one with the short <laughs> black hair. The first one? She's in all yes. of them. Oh. Oh, the <laughs> main girl. All right. Do you want to see a picture of her? No, I got it. I okay. Think. All right. <laughs> Three one. I'm not doing too hot. Robbie's doing all right. Wow. <laughs> to be fair, it's only it's only now. ones that have obscure <laughs> names that are very non-American <laughs> that I have a trouble with. Here we go. All right. Number four coming your way. It's in the chat. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel Sabato? You did it. Okay. You got it. Mm. This is one I got to open up IMDb for, to be fair. Um, yeah, I'm kind of blanking on what movies he's in, too. The Greatest Showman. Um, For some reason, he's not, not coming up on the IMDb. Did you put in a faked actor? Maybe. <laughs> uh, let me. Let, I because I I put him Uh-oh. in here. Uh oh. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> this is strange. I feel like I'm wrong, regardless. But <laughs> I gotta go to Google. Apparently, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> Why did I put this name in here if I don't know it? <laughs> <laughs> Even Dry can't name the movie that this guy has been in. Wow. Oh, because I, I was I was uh. Uh, saying it wrong. Um, you have seen something with him in it, yes. Um, you got it right, Daniel Savato. Okay, what'd you say? I said the greatest showman. I know that's incorrect. No, he is in It Follows. Dang it, the he movie I didn't like. Yeah, he plays the douchey guy who just wants to get laid and doesn't believe anybody. Mm. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Uh, I was spelling his name completely wrong, so that's my bad. Yet I still got it right. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. Um, this one, I'm going to be mad if so, neither also, of you get it. That, that's a bold statement, Samantha, that all 90s actresses look the same. Well, all the white ones do, at least. Well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Next one in the chat. I'm going to be pissed if neither of you get this one. Actually. Oh, no. Okay. I'm especially going to be pissed at you, E. <laughs> <laughs> I'm... Zendaya? You did it. Okay. I almost said, I almost, yes, <laughs> this is going to be uh, funny. I almost said Zenyatta. God damn it. <laughs> I almost said that. I'm proud of you, Robbie. You've got right. your, you, you're completely in. That means you get the bonus name. You get for all the marbles. You get this one. Oh boy. For all the marbles. If he gets them wrong, I win anyways. <laughs> yeah, if I get this one wrong, then he just wins by default. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. All right. Going into the chat. It's worth five points. Worth five points for E. Oh, fuck you again. <laughs> Robbie doesn't get this one. <laughs> Come on, Robbie. Shay Wiggum? Wiggum? You, you did it! Hey! Yeah! I, I really wanted to say Wigham, but... <laughs> <laughs> it's just, you gotta, you gotta take time on him, Robbie. Yeah, That's apparently all. I have to, like, actually have to read, which yeah. is not my strong suit, apparently. <laughs> Shock Lobster says he knows the shitty TV tween sitcom on... Disney, she was in the dancing one, right? Who? 
Zendaya? Zendaya. Oh, right. She was like a Disney person. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Can you name what he was in? Um, no, that's a terrible guess. Um, are people helping you in the chat? No. Okay. <laughs> I think they might be googling these people as we're putting it in the chat, though. Maybe. Like, who the fuck is this actor again? The last kiss. Oh, you weren't close at all. I know. <laughs> Actually, you were a little close. I'm not going to lie. Oh. You got the right month. February? Uh, was it Blue Valentine? <laughs> no. Okay, that was going to be my other guess. Risk and I Cutter's been a love story. Uh, Dang it. He plays the guy, the... Uh, <laughs> When there's trap, he's uh, oh, okay. Eugene. He plays Eugene. Okay. Yes. The um, guy who does a very, very decent Russian accent, even though he's from Florida. Yeah, he's fine. Dang. Um, God, yeah. So, Robbie wins by really? a lot by um, by like everything. He won by about eight points. <laughs> <laughs> so here's hooked on phonics, the Robbie edition. <laughs> Uh, all right, so first first time we played the game, Robbie wins. Yeah. Hey, Randy. Welcome, Randy. You just missed the best game in the world. Kyrie. Also, fuck you, Kari. <laughs> Actually, how do you say that, Robbie? Huh? I would get it wrong. <laughs> Camilla Harris. No, you, you were told how to say it earlier. <laughs> anyway. Anyways, <laughs> I'm not gonna correct myself. We're moving on. <laughs> Oh no! I have to guess what movie she's in. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> um, the vice presidential debates, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So first, first time playing, Robbie wins. I did not do very good. No, no, no. <laughs> I got um, more than I expected. I like, quite frankly, Chuck Lobster said her name was pronounced uh, chamomile hair ass. So I got it wrong. Yeah, chamomile hair ass. That's my favorite tea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mm, tastes like hairy ass. <laughs> Hairball. <Sorry>. Um, <laughs> that was, yes. No, I. I... <laughs> Chocolate Lobster, I enjoyed the joke, so thank you for that. <laughs> um, let's move on to our regularly scheduled All live right. show. <laughs> uh, e, you did tell us something you've been like yep. doing with uh, Blazeball. You been watching anything else? Um, trying to think. I mean, I, I talked a bit on the podcast. Uh, the guy who makes Animator versus Animation released a new part. Yeah, and I showed them a little bit of it, and because I'm really just impressed how far he's come. It legit just looks like Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, it's with insane. stick figures, it's weird. It's really. great. Yeah, I love it. But other than that, nothing really noteworthy. I don't think off the top of my head. Cool. Oh wait, no, no. <laughs> um, the new Ducktales reboot had an episode with Darkwing Duck that I watched, and oh. that was really fun. Are they bringing Darkwing Duck back? Um, so it's a weird say so. Darkwing Duck is a show in the DuckTales universe. Right. So what they do, like, they have this actor that likes to be Darkwing Duck, essentially. Uh-huh. And so there isn't technically a Darkwing Duck. I don't know if they're, like, he's he gets more, like, screen time in the season. So I think that might be all they get for it, honestly. But mm. maybe in the future. But yeah, I, that was a really good episode. I liked it a lot. Nice. That's cool. I wonder if that's like their way of testing to see if they should do a Darkwing Duck reboot. Maybe. Although I will say a lot of like uh, 
cartoons did test like that kind of system where they're like, ooh, here's the random episode that's actually just a ghost pilot. They never do well, though. Yeah, I, Supernatural has tried three ghost pilots and one almost made it through. The first one they did was literally just Twilight. You. Um, like it was Twilight, but with more politics. So not good on any level. Uh, and that was canceled before the episode even came out. Wow. <laughs> For the actual show. Yeah. Because it was vampire romance mixed in with politics. Yeah. Which is just terrible all around. Nobody wants that. Um, the next one they tried was like some ghost adventure thing. But that one also didn't do very well. One that almost came about, there was actually like, they did the ghost pilot episode for it. And they had like a bunch of times with the actual show and they were building it up. And it was about the, they had started filming like two or three episodes or something like that, which ended up being supernatural episodes eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like, they just decided they didn't want it. It was very woman centric. It was like a bunch of women hunters and stuff like mm, that. That might be. Yeah. But it was like, not bad. They eventually, because uh, the plot tied in so much with Supernatural, like it was going to be a thing, kind of like how Buffy and Angel did back in the day. Like okay. one would air, and then it would tie into the next episode of Angel and stuff like that. So it was going to kind of be like that. Um, and they had to like bring back a character that was super powered and was able to kill like angels and demons with its like weird staff thing. And they had to find a way to write that character back into Supernatural. It was a terrible episode. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think a big thing about the Ghost Pilot though is like people don't want to watch a different show when they're watching a show is really what it boils down to. Like one that I always think about is uh, the fairly odd parents had this weird ghost pilot for like, they had a show in their universe, the crimson chin and a crash nebula was the one they did. Oh yeah. I remember crimson chin. Yeah. But it was crash nebula, not crimson chin, unfortunately. Um, and that's like a weird space type show kind of like if you ever watched the Disney channel, uh, cartoon for the Buzz Lightyear show. Oh, that was bad. Yeah, it was like that. Oh, a little higher quality, I'd say, but still just that. Yeah, and like it didn't do good, and mostly because like that's not why you watch the Fairly Odd Parents at right. all. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that was kind of funny. Uh, let's see, Shock Lobster. I said, lol. They wanted to mash up Vampire Diaries with Scandal. I bet. Oh shit! Yeah, that's what it is. I forgot Vampire Diaries existed. That's literally what it was. Yes. Okay. It yeah. was awful. <laughs> and thought there was money in that car said and then write her out i assume probably referring to the supernatural third pilot yeah yeah uh they like did like they had to do a whole episode for her and then write her out of it to make sure that she's not in any of it anymore because she was not a good character samantha says vampire diaries is so bad i don't know anything other than there was a weird dumb joke that was made a lot at the time of its airing where it was just umpire diaries i just thought it was about like a book that went trying to bit people hey here for like an hour people (laughs) true blood is a much better vampire show says sam a lot more sex i'm out (laughs) (laughs) um i don't know they both seem boring to me um the only real vampire show um (laughs) that i enjoy uh count chocula uh no was a penny dreadful that's vampires there's vampires and those clowns penny dreadful yeah that's what clown name? No, that's Penny Fuck. Not Penny, Penny Wise. Penny Wise, thank oh. you. <laughs> Penny Fuck is his cousin to Pennywise. Yeah, yeah, he was a male stripper. It was weird. Okay. Um just looking at chat. Some confusion about liking vampire diaries. Yeah, they're arguing about different vampire <laughs> shows. Buffy, um I've never seen Buffy. Buffy uh, was I saw good, there actually. was a game a Game Boy Color game of it. 
Um, didn't see much else about that. So the thing, Buffy, I really, really liked. Like, I watched that show a bunch, actually, whenever I first came to watching shows in my adulthood. Mm-hmm. Um, from what I've heard, um, the feminist aspects of it, of like, yeah, strong women, maybe comes off as a little cringy now, uh, instead of, like, genuine. So I don't know about that. I don't know. A lot of shows at the time, I think, would just come off cringy. I don't know if that's a specifically issue with that. It, yeah. But like, I don't know. That show was really fun and enjoyable, honestly. Uh, I liked it. Did I never have... really watched the show all that often, but I saw the movie that the show is based off of. Very different. Yeah. Did it have a talking cat? No. Okay. Um, You're thinking of um, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. I think I am. There might have been a talking cat in some episode. That show did a bunch of weird stuff. That's I'm almost fair. certain there was a talking cat, actually, at some point. Not as like a main character, but like just there. Uh, let's see. Da da da. Um, Shockfuck is the nice RPG character name according to Shock Lobster. <laughs> uh, Shock Lobster also says uh, the show might not uh, come off uh, very famous now because Joss Whedon is kind of outed as being a sex creep. As were most producers and directors in the 90s. Yeah, that's, that's also another disappointing thing for me is that I really like Joss Whedon's stuff. Like, I think he writes some funny stuff. He did the first two Avengers movies. Uh, he did Firefly and Serenity. He did Buffy. He did a mo- show called Dollhouse that I haven't seen. Um, but like everything that he's done, I've enjoyed a lot. And so it's really annoying that this dude that I enjoyed his work from is like, I like to fuck with people. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's just an unfortunate effect of Hollywood and entertainment industry in general. Like, I feel bad because I really love shows like Drake and Josh, but Dan Schneider is a weird, gross pedophile. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and also, well, I'm not too big in Ren and Stiffy, but John K. Is yeah, also he's yeah gross he's also pedophile. I remember yeah. I found out about that recently. Actually, is that he's also a gross pedophile? Yeah, the grosser part is everyone in the industry knew that. Yeah. That's the part that sucks even more. Is like people are like, well, he brings in money, so yeah. which um, there's another YouTuber who got out, like, he, he, I guess he didn't even get outed. He outed himself about doing some pedophile shit back in the day. Who was um, oh, fuck, I'm blanking on his name now. Um, Penny fuck <laughs> him too. Uh, was he Leafy? No, it wasn't no. Leafy. Um, Shane Dawson. No, him too. But that was a whole yeah. different thing. I mean, he's just fucking creepy. Yeah, he's just yeah. creepy altogether. Um, cryotic. That's who it was. Cryotic. Yeah, he. I don't uh, know who that is. So he was a um Twitch streamer, YouTuber. He did a lot of stuff with like PewDiePie and Jacksepticeye and like. A lot of the big and Markiplier and like a lot of the big names and everything like that. Okay. But like he, uh, I think part of the reason why he's not as known is because he never really showed his face in public. Like, so it was always a thing that he was just a voice and like no one ever knew what he looked like. Huh. But uh, apparently he was like talking to all these different women online. And at one point in time, he like cheated on his girlfriend with a uh, girl that like it was an online cheating thing. So like he, like, as far as I know, they never had sex, but they were like kind of like sending pictures back and forth and doing stuff like that. And then he found out afterwards that she was underage. And then did apparently he find out afterwards or did he know and he that's what he that's what he says is that he found out afterwards. Okay. But who knows? And like, I guess he outed himself in like a bunch of creepy uh, predatory shit that he did. And so he may have actually killed his own career on accident by doing that. And like I mean... he may have actually taken like because uh, he actually had a podcast with a couple of, of his friends and he was basically like paying all their salaries like uh there's a couple of them that came out and said like two-thirds of their revenue came from doing that podcast with him and that's just not a thing anymore because he's kind of a creepy sexual predator now 
cool. Hang on, I'm going back up. There's a lot of yeah, like yeah. There's a lot that, of talk that was, chat tonight. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say that was uh, for people who are just like an actual pedo kind of thing with that. Are uh, oh, that was also that like was like donkey. Thing. So um, let's see. Shockloff said pro- always had a problem with Whedon getting billed as the vanguard of feminism, while his casting was basically always strictly attractive people. I disagree. I think that what's her name? The witches. I forget the characters' names at this point if they're not Buffy. <laughs> the witch friend her she's a lesbian and her girlfriend wasn't attractive the lesbians <laughs> well one of them was attractive the other one wasn't <laughs> but at least one of them was <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 um sam asked was there supposed to be a run in stimpy Rubber? there was it got canceled for um, reasons that we just talked about yeah uh so yeah oh god i'm trying to read robbie <laughs> jeez yeah oh god the animator for Ren and stimpy is a goddamn monster yeah. shockloff said yes um let's see if yeah he is just straight up a pedophile and also awful to work with but that's less important than the fact that he is straight up a pedophile yeah 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 like uh yeah i i went down that rabbit hole a little bit like i was just listening to some of the evidence of that whenever I was at work and I was just like, wow, this guy is. Do you like not terrible. have like a, like a mental like block of like, you know what? I'm not going to listen to a weird podcast about pedophilia at work. I just click on things and go down a rabbit hole. Don't you <laughs> listen to podcasts about murderers? No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Um... <laughs> See, your thing is murderers. My thing is learning about how everyone who made my childhood are awful people. Yeah. So <laughs> okay, cool. Let's... Uh, yeah. Shockloff said in short for John K, uh, he groomed underage fan and then lured them into abusive relationships. Mm-hmm. And then Samantha says that, uh, she hates Ren and Stimpy. I'm not the biggest fan of it either, but I can't deny the big impact it had on animation as a whole. It's just bad. It's like gross out humor. It is. Yeah. Um, Samantha in regards to, uh, the lesbian couple on Buffy says not ugly, just not classically pretty. I think that's regarding that. Yeah, 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 we're a little behind. Well, like, yeah, like I don't know. I gen, I genuinely think that she just doesn't look good. But that's my. I have a weird thing with white people. Uh, <laughs> white maybe women. I should get on this since I'm super impartial and be like, they look like humans. <laughs> <laughs> like I just white women. You can see through their skin, and it's weird. <laughs> Are you sure you're not looking at like lizard people or like ghosts? Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Shot to talk about. Uh, Ren and Stephy saying they loved it and it meshed well with trying LSD. Um, yeah, I hear I a lot of people talk. Like, a regular show was another one I hear a lot of people talk about watching on drugs, and I can, I mean, that show's very much on drugs, anyways. So, aren't you just like supposed to watch every show on drugs to make them better? I don't know about that. Someone would be probably hard to follow. Um, you know, like Hannibal, watch it on drugs. Randy says that they can't believe their parents or our parents let us watch Ren and Stimpy. But not Care Bears? What? Yeah, yeah. Ren and Stimpy didn't have magic. Care Bears, they used fucking devil magic, okay? Yeah. Doesn't matter how many... And they have rainbows on their chest sometimes? <laughs> like, ooh, get that gay shit out of here, oh you know? Uh, Can't have that in a Christian household. Sam says, you can see through my her skin. Does that mean she's also ugly? Hitting you with a hard question. Ooh. I mean, she's my sister, so I think that she's a human? <laughs> uh, I think it's kind of funny how we like talk about how people need to look more like civil rights and stuff like that for um for other people but we're always like but fuck white people <laughs> no like just i'm just not attracted to white women it's just a thing i know what i'm into and it's not white ladies. yeah you're just a little racist yeah 
Right. Just a little uh, bit. Kyrie <laughs> say, <laughs> Kyrie You're say, a little bit racist towards people that, like, if you said racist things to them, like, yeah, that's fair. Uh, Carrie <laughs> says that your parents had messed up priorities. I think many yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, another thing that we used to watch a lot as kids was uh, uh, whose line is it, anyways? And the only time that their parents had any problems with a lot of the humor they made on there is when they made a gay joke. Other than that, they're totally fine with everything else. Oh yeah, yeah. Can't uh, can't bring up the gay people or or all might burn in hell yeah and you can't have magic because you know the bible teaches magic's bad somehow even yeah. though jesus straight up fucking just made a bunch of fish no he did miracles not magic oh i'm sorry it's my bad yeah chocolate says regular show watch cult sober and i like that show i think regular show is one of the greatest shows that came out in the last decade quite Which frankly one? i wasn't listening what regular show <laughs> um <laughs> White people, not human, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I'm, to, I'm trying to catch up. Okay. Yeah, that's the place to blah, blah, blah. <laughs> oh, my God. We have to make a parody called Rent and Stumpy. Oh, my God. Uh, okay. I'm just... Okay. I think we're good, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, a regular show does seem funny, but... Uh, I don't... I mean, it's very similar humor to Close Enough, and you didn't enjoy that too much. Yeah. No. Yeah, no, so... I'll say, I think it's a little better, because they had to deal with kids' show standards. So they had to get really creative in yeah, a lot of ways. More creative about it, yeah. But um, I I don't think you would like it anyways. It still doesn't have like overarching plot or anything. It's yeah. just about two slackers who work at a park. Yeah, I'm out. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> and like they do cool. They have really interesting ideas. They do. Um, and again, it's really amazing how they got around standards. Like they have an episode where the characters basically get drunk at a point, but okay. they do it off of like a weird margarita made of like hot sauce in the spiciest peppers. <laughs> so they literally just work around it in strange ways. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And it's also really like a huge love letter to like the eighties in general, I'd say. Okay. Like one of the reoccurring things that comes up is like the rise of laser disc and shit. Like that. <laughs> that's, that's and like, Oh, it's so dumb. Like one of the dumb, one of the great jokes from that is like, they have to find the last laser disc. And they watch it, and it's not a good, sh- it's not a good movie, anyways. <laughs> but they're like, but it looks great. <laughs> well, the funny thing about that, which Dry would like this kind of trivia, is Laser Discet was actually technically the first Blu-ray, because kind of yeah, yeah. Um, they made back in like 1993, and it ran on analog technology. Mm-hmm. They made a laser disc that uh, was actually capable of run arm, uh, like running movies at 1080p. However, the only one people who had 1080p monitors around that time was people in Japan. So it was a Japan exclusive thing. And apparently that disc spun at like 3,500 RPMs. Yeah. You could fucking hear it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's insane. But like, apparently it was really popular in like karaoke bars since that's a huge thing in Japan. Yeah. High yeah. quality uh, audio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. High quality audio mixed with high quality video mm-hmm. with yeah. it. So it's, we got on a long ass tangent. Yeah, we there. did. Yeah, uh, yeah. All this to say, uh, actually, I don't know where we started. I think it was just me talking about. Oh, uh, it started with to... a talking about Buffy and yeah. right, shows from the nineties. Right, yeah, we didn't even get to Robbie what he watched. Yeah, Robbie, what have you been watching? <laughs> so I actually did finally start watching Lovecraft Country. Ooh, how, don't spoil it for me. I haven't started watching it. Yet. It's really good. Okay, I think you would like it. Uh, I don't know if E would be able to handle it. It does get kind of graphic. Does that have human beings in it? Yes, I'm out. No, <laughs> Do I'm they have just... sex? Yes, I'm super out, and I'm out. only on episode three. Do they have faces? Some of them. 
Man, this is just not East Show. <laughs> uh, it's it probably Wait, some yeah. of them. <laughs> it's probably Lovecraftian horrors. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So some of them. I'll just leave it at that without getting into non-spoilery stuff. <laughs> um, yeah, like it is. It's a really good storyline. Um, weirdly enough, like the first two episodes could have just been its own movie, and people probably would have been fine with it. Because like okay. it. it it's still the same storyline, but it goes off to like a whole new story arc by our uh, episode three. <laughs> Smith, don't oh. Google watch stiff Kari. If you do do it with safe search on. Yeah. yeah that way, no, you only get that way it's at least blurred. Do not ever. There's nothing that can protect you. If you look that up, <laughs> just whatever you do, Kari, don't Google lemon party or, or do just not on the computer. <laughs> um okay so yeah but uh yeah it's actually it's a really good show it has a really solid storyline it has characters that are well they're relatable and they're likable characters it has good um i already said good story it has good action to it whenever like you know something actually like the very first episode has probably the most expensive intro i've ever seen like the first three minutes is probably more expensive than some whole episodes of other tv shows nice. and um then like it goes into being really really slow for most of the episode until like towards the very end because it's just doing a lot of world building for the very first episode but it, it has a really good payoff like i i'm only three episodes in but i really like that show neat nice uh yeah i've heard only amazing things about it so yeah. i'm excited to get to that whenever supernatural and fargo end is what i think i'm gonna get to it uh because i'm going through fargo season four and fuck god <laughs> damn it chris rock yeah. needs so many fucking Man. awards for this i need to get back on fargo one of these days he has and by that i mean you need to continue showing me fargo one of these <laughs> days. i have some plans for next year actually gotcha. um but yeah chris rock like legit he has this insane monologue in the newest episode that came out uh it is so good like if if he doesn't get at least one award i'm gonna kind of be pissed for him because he's doing some really great genuine acting is it better than his work on everybody hates chris Yes. Why? I've never seen that, and I can guarantee it is. <laughs> Besides that, another thing that I started watching, uh, in a weird way, like it has the same format as Charge Men Ken because of how long the episodes are, but oh, no. everything else about it is way better. I don't know what it's, that is. It's the, remember the that worst anime, anime we, ever that, made. Yeah, the anime we were telling you about that like each episode was five minutes long, and it didn't oh, have a very cohesive yeah. storyline. Yeah, yeah. And at one point in time, every frame just had a hair on it. I'm gonna say though, I don't I'm looking at what you're looking at. I feel like you can't compare these at all. I compare them because they're both about the same length. Right, but that's like such a weird comparison <laughs> to compare like a terrible show to well continue. I'm I'm sorry. Which I'm probably like <laughs> chances are I'm saying it wrong too with this one. Uh but Yamishibi Japanese ghost stories. You almost said it. Yamishibai. Yamishibai. Okay, I was close. Okay. But um, it's just Japanese ghost stories. They're short four to five minute long episodes telling these really uh, quick ghost stories. I feel like in Japan, it, these are like told in between, or in between episodes of other things. Okay. Almost. But yeah, actually, my brother has been telling me for a long time to like watch some of these. Yeah, they're not bad. I think you would be okay with them. That's but um, the way that they tell them, I don't know if Dry would be okay with the animation because Dry is an animation snob. If it looks bad, I don't want to watch it. So it doesn't look bad, but <laughs> it's meant to look like it's uh, kind of like pulled out of a manga. So it is a lot of still images that are being moved in After Effects. Uh, I might be out. 
that being said, like the actual stories themselves, like they're, they're pretty good. They're Japanese ghost stories and Japanese ghost stories are pretty good. I think Japan has some of the best ghost stories, quite frankly. They do. They have great ghost stories because yeah. they actually believe in them. <laughs> the first season of Fargo is good, is great. Um, I've seen the second one because that's what Jiraiya started. Right. Yes. Yeah. So I started showing E Fargo like three years ago, two years ago. No, now? it's at, it's like two or one. There's it was no at least one and a half. Let's go one and a half. Yeah, that's. I think it was fair. like right before we started the podcast, actually. Yeah. yeah, it definitely was. Yeah. Um. And so I started so a year season, ago, <laughs> roughly like a year and a half. Okay. Um. <laughs> like I uh started on season two because chronologically in the story, <laughs> season two happens first. Yeah. And so then after that, we're gonna go to season one, <laughs> and then we're gonna do season three. Actually, no. I guess technically we have to go to season four now. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> we have to start. We have to start over. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> To start four, then go two, then go one, then go three. Yeah, I mean, at the rate we're going, maybe they'll have a season five by the time we catch up. Yeah, actually, maybe. <laughs> I mean, that kind of goes along with Dry started showing me um, how I met your mother, and we got like halfway through season three and we just stopped. I think we're on season five, actually. Really? Yeah, we're way into it. Yeah. I thought we were like, no, we're like season three, I think. It's four, it's four for sure, at least. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Fargo, uh, basically the first like live action, not uh made for children thing i've seen i really like it it's definitely sold me very much um so good the alien stuff because i just started on the second season i assume just kind of comes out of nowhere yeah yeah that's why that's the reason yeah. not anything else okay definitely sure. yeah. makes sense everywhere else yep uh <laughs> but yeah so that was funny and also i had like completely misunderstood one of the main scenes of the first couple episodes i remember where um it was like a what if scenario for one of the characters. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't I, I don't think everyone's uh, well some people have only seen the first season it sounded like so I'm going to not say too much but yeah. yeah that right. was funny. Yeah. Cuz like it was just like uh, like 3 or 4 episodes later and I asked you about it and you're like no that didn't actually happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that. So anyway, according to Kari we got about midway through season 4 and how I met your mother. Yeah, that sounds so, right. Yeah. I believe her. She has the uh, she has the DVDs downstairs. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sam was saying in the chat she finished Monsterland. Um, I started watching that because I was I was taking people's recommendations this last week. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched Infinity Train. You yeah. recommended that. I got like three episodes in. Um, I do like it. I'm gonna keep watching. I, know, it. I just I'm haven't really found the time. Like I really, I think especially some of the later episodes are really gonna be fun nice. to hear what you think. Um. And then started watching Monsterland because Sam told me about it after she's like, man, if you like Blind Manor, you're really going to like Monsterland. You should watch Monsterland. And I watched two episodes. I'm not sure if I'm going to watch all of the episodes because it's, um, how do I put this in a polite way that won't just sound like I'm shitting on it? It's at least around the Monster House territory. <laughs> it's so aggressively forcefully depressing that it made me argue with people on the internet that I didn't fucking care about what they were saying. Cause I just didn't feel good and wanted to not feel that way anymore. So your way you basically became an internet troll to not feel things because of that show. I literally argue with somebody about Chris Pratt on the internet and I don't (laughs) give a fuck about Chris Pratt like at all. Yeah, you should be like me and argue about good things such as video games. <laughs> <laughs> and then give up when you realize um, arguing on the internet is the worst. Yeah, so the thing with Monsterland is that um, 
the, there's technically monsters in it. But what if the monster was the problem you're dealing with in your life? So, like, the first episode is that uh, it's a mom with a daughter who she can't control. And she's a single mother and she can't quite get solid work either. She works at this really shitty diner. And she, the monster that comes into play is a monster that can just change its face and become whatever it wants. And to her, that sounds very freeing. Now, I won't spoil the episode, but I can assure you she becomes free. Um, the second episode is about a kid who has this shadow that just appears in his room. Um, and he had to drop out of school because his mom got very, very sick and their dad left them when they were young. So since his mom got sick and he couldn't work, he had to get a job and then he gets fired from that job. And there's a bunch of people on the internet forum that are spurring him on to keep going and fighting his shadow and to become better and to do the right thing. Um, I also won't spoil that one, but it turns out it's not really a shadow. So this is like the the internet. It's his demons kind of, but also this is like the level of depressing I would write then. Yeah, you would like this one. So because not... I remember telling Dry like a story idea that I wanted to write, and Dry listened to me pitch the story, and he goes, "That's just too depressing." Yeah, like I, uh, I, I enjoyed Monster Island. Like the acting was really great in it. The production value is pretty good, honestly. But it's so aggressively in your face, sad with like real things. But the monster is a fucking excuse to bring up a topic, honestly. Actually, yeah. That's kind of what Sam was saying a little earlier. Yeah. Me. Which, yeah, the monsters said, are an afterthought. Yeah. One thing that Chocolate Lobster tried saying earlier is he finally watched Hereditary. Hereditary's great. Yeah. Also, his kids might be broken. <laughs> yeah, he says his older <laughs> son watched it with him and figured it was just weird, not scary. Oh, man. I really, really hope that your kid doesn't remember any of this when he's older. Because yeah, he my kids might be broken, is what he said. Yeah, that movie's fucked, man. Randy says hereditary is so hard to watch. It's not scary, just so sad. Um, I mean, it is a family drama in that way too. Like, there is a lot of really sad things that happen in Hereditary. There's a lot of very scary things that happen in there too, but it's kind of uh, mixed in with existential dread. With like, supernatural horror? For me, the end is kind of happy ending, honestly. Like, maybe it shouldn't be, but I feel like, oh, yeah, okay, this all ended up how it should be. Uh, Satan wins. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, like, the halfway point of that movie, which I'm not going to spoil in case anybody's listening to the archive of this or listening live and they don't want to hear it. In case I ever have a 180 on how I live and Man, watch. <laughs> we would have to go through so many weird doors and holes for you yeah. to eventually be okay with watching right <laughs> it would have to be an entire year of desensitizing you to shit like that yeah like that movie is genuinely shocking yeah i mean it's kind of one of those things like uh i didn't expect the reaction that you had to um what dreams may come to which... be fair i <laughs> that it's not like that ever comes up when we talk that much. well yeah that's true but that also <laughs> makes me iffy on whether i should actually show you guys 187 and it also makes me iffy on like a whole bunch of other movies <laughs> that I could possibly bring here. It makes me iffy on showing you a uh, grave of the fireflies, which is a movie that you said that you wanted to watch. I mean, I'm going to eventually watch that at a point. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be, that's going to be a hard watch. Also in the chat, shock lobster says, yeah, my kid's being broken. I watched Anna's my younger who's bugged me to watch it because he thinks Xenomorphs are cool. He's nine. I watched it tonight. Even first time I've seen it since 87 myself. <laughs> I mean, the thing with that is, like, as a kid, aliens didn't really scare me either. But the whole subtext of male rape wasn't in my head whenever I first watched the alien movies. 
What? I guess you could say it is. That's a stretch. Though. I don't know. No, it, it, that, that's meant to be part of the subtext. Well, I've actually read articles on it. They're wrong. Okay. So, there <laughs> the people who made the movie are wrong? Yes. <laughs> there was something Kyrie said um, a bit ago that I want to talk about. Where it's we can't get scared on fake shit because real life is scary enough. And that just reminds me, I was reading this uh review from some like pompous uh <laughs> oh, what are they reviewer and on like some horror movie that was coming out or did come out. Mm. And his whole thing basically boiled down to this is fake, so it's dumb and you can't get scared by it ever. I, I hate that train of thought, honestly. Yeah, I do too. Like I just I find it funny because like and then everyone in the comments is like, okay, so this must be a really good movie then. um like for me at least horror is almost like a a portal like i if you go back and look at like what big things in horror were or like what the themes were in horror throughout the decades you're able to see like kind of where the country was at that point with uh war and yeah like war or like depression or like xenophobia um war again war again race like you can you can really see where like the 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 zeitgeist is that yeah. with horror movies, I think, and like what people are afraid of, even if they don't realize it, I think. Um, yeah, so I think horror in a lot of ways can, on a much deeper level, uh, make you feel and maybe even understand the things that you're afraid of instead of just running away from them. Yeah. So for me, at least, I think horror is really important. Yeah, well, that's one of the things like I don't watch much horror, but that's one of the things I like about like learning about horror from different countries like. That's why, like, Japanese horror is so cool because it's, like, so distinctively Japanese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's another video I saw on YouTube not too long ago. And this one, I wasn't actually at work. I saw it while I was at home. Um, <laughs> this guy was talking about Korean horror movies and, like, the um, why they're secretly genius. And he was talking about how there was, like, this giant shift in Korean horror movies uh, after 1997 because there was a financial panic during that time. Right. And a lot of them in the early 2000s kind of in a or had the subtext of the financial panic behind it and so it goes between like um existential uh spiritualism with buddhism with some of the or, or ones before that and then afterwards it kind of starts going into more realistic horror of like people not being able to afford things and are uh, things that they do in a panic trying to trying to live a stable life if you will which i guess another thing with something like that too is i think i've talked about this before I don't know if I talked about it on the live cast. I know I've talked to at least dry about this before is that movie, um, a Serbian film. Cause mm-hmm. the reason why that movie is so goddamn disturbing is because that movie was made during the midst of a civil war where there was a genocide happening and it was actually supposed to be a satirical view on that. Yeah. Which I've heard a lot about that, but also just like that movie's fucked. Yeah. That movie is super thing, fucked. So... As someone who has seen that movie, I can tell you it's just straight up fucked and they, purposefully made it as fucked up as possible yeah also in the chat uh yes. randy says um the only movies i haven't allowed them to watch i think referring to our kids mm-hmm. are the hellraiser movies and i kind of i i'm also curious about this why not the hellraiser movies out of all the movies you've allowed them to watch is it like the sexuality of it or what what's up with that oh i have such sights to show because the name has hell in it <laughs> no she doesn't give a shit about that <laughs> trust me yes the sexuality okay so Okay, here is an issue I have with uh, Americans. You are in this camp, Randy. You, uh, I happen to uh, know because you're my sister, allow them to watch very graphic, violent things. But why is the line sexuality for you? On a, I, I'm, I'm just curious. Why is the line like, I can't 
I can watch, let them watch people be decapitated. I can let watch them watch people be tortured, but no nipples. <laughs> like, what's the line? Why is that the line? Nipply. Forbidden skin. <laughs> no, just four. <laughs> oh, foreskin. Okay. <laughs> Why not three? <laughs> you have to ask your doctor. <laughs> if can, I skin, my, can I turn my foreskin into a three skin? <laughs> what? Get out of my office. <laughs> Carry, uh, sex, 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 sex is fun. I disagree, but you know. Okay, so, okay, but violence isn't for anybody. So I just, I'm wondering, like, what's the, what's the mental block for you that's like, they shouldn't, I mean, I'm going to say Hellraiser is not a uh, positive sexual. It's not positive on anything. <laughs> no uh, influence, but like, why, why? Because I assume if you don't let them watch Hellraiser for the sex stuff, then you don't let them watch anything else that involves sex also. Uh, Shock Lobster says in the cat, in the chat, not in the cat. Uh, <laughs> my kids can watch anything with sexual content if parents are watching too, but they typically get grossed out and leave. Yeah, right. Kids sounds are familiar. Because like, kids like think that it's weird and wrong. So they like don't watch. What do you mean? Hel Sam says, I didn't think Hellraiser was overly sexual. It is so sexual. Yeah. It is like I, the most sexual fucking horror thing ever. So yeah, like in a it's a slasher film, except instead of a knife, they just like get a wicked boner. <laughs> kind, kind of. Sometimes. Oh no. Um so like with Hellraiser, think about it, like even the main storyline of the first Hellraiser movie is a woman who's having an affair with her husband with this man. And she says, like, please don't leave me, I'll do anything if you stay. And then he ends up finding the cube which i can't remember the the laminate or Wait, something it's hellraiser with pinhead yes yeah. oh huh <laughs> what wait what was that what was that oh well i know who pinhead is oh yeah. okay <laughs> that's really all that was um, going towards but it, yeah like it starts off with that and like he ends up finding that cube and like he solves the puzzle and gets sucked into it and disappears for a while and then like one day uh while they're moving into a new house the laminate just happens to be there and her husband cuts his hand on a nail while moving a mattress upstairs. And his blood leaks through the floorboards onto like the cube and he awakens out of it. And she like finds him in like this weird, gross, morphous blob thing. And he basically tells her like it's him and that she said that she would do anything for him. And so she has to give him more blood so that way he can become more of a human again. It's all and, very sexualized. Yeah. And like, so like she basically becomes like, not so much like a prostitute, but she like, kind of lures men back to her house so she can kill them and he can feed on their blood. Yeah. So much. she can be back with him again. Okay. So and yeah, so I it's all I'd like this movie. Yeah. No, it's everything you don't like about. Movies. Exactly. Nice. Also, Randy says, because it is not a positive sense experience unless they're into it when they get older, dot, dot, dot safely. <laughs> I think it's so the thing about that, at least my personal opinion is it's one of those things. I don't think it's, you should like hide sexuality from them, but you should teach them the right way to go about it. So that way they do do it safely. But we also came from a generation where they basically just told us don't ever have sex. And then people just started doing it unsafely because they still wanted to have sex. And it's because they weren't taught the safe way to do it through their parents or through any other medium. They just were told not to do it. And yeah. because people don't like being told what not to do, they did it anyways. Yeah. And so it's I better to teach them the safety measures of it too. And like why it's important to be safe about it than it is to try to hide it from them. Yeah. And there was some talk from Shock Lobster about wanting their kids to know they can talk without any consequences and not afraid of any topic. I think that's fair. I think that's a good parenting yeah, style. Yeah, I think that is. Yeah, openness even with taboo subjects potentially. I think if anything, you should talk to your parents more about taboo subjects, just because I like. I know a lot of kids don't because they don't want to be judged or they don't want to be looked at weird by their parents, but. 
I think that more kids need to be able to talk about taboo things with their parents and yeah. like without being judged about it. Yes. But on the other side of that coin, um, the strange thing about the Johnsons exists. So if you guys didn't watch that, like I told you to a couple weeks ago, maybe go watch. That. I, f- I completely forgot about that. <laughs> it's fucked up. Johnsons. Giggity. Uh, could be Johnsons. Yeah. Okay. Could be that. Could be quote, quote Johnsons. Yeah. Uh, also, I feel bad for Sam because apparently there was no customers for two hours yeah. and someone called in about two minutes before close, which that, why that... aren't you closed already? I feel like you guys close at 10. What's happening? I will say that with because chocolate. Someone called two minutes before close. <laughs> chocolate. Is saying there are some contexts that need to wait until they're older age. That is fair. Right. But that's part of the conversation. Yeah, it is issue. Like, even if it's like, just, Hey, you should wait a bit. And yeah, it's just like, it. Yeah, it's just because uh, I did get that a lot as a kid. I was never told, like, never talk about this kind of thing. But I was told, like, that's a subject for whenever you're older. I was told that as a kid. Mine was real awkward. And it was my mom talking to me at a church with all of my friends. It was awful. And I hate it. Yeah. So that was a terrible experience. <laughs> um, Yeah. Open dialogue is very I think that's a very important thing to have with yeah. your kids. I do agree with that. Yeah. 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 Um, so. Yeah, is it your turn now? <laughs> uh, yeah, I have a couple things that... Um, yeah, Sam says it's something that we were taught to do after marriage. Uh, and never before or else you'll die. Yeah, Satan gets your soul if you do that. That's just yeah. facts. Damn. That's just obvious. No one told me. I'm sad I don't have parents then. That's sad. <laughs> um, so yeah, I uh, started watching season two of Penny Dreadful with Liz. And that's been fun. I didn't realize we actually got through all of season one. So that was kind of a weird thing. Uh, I think I forgot how little happens in season one, I guess. Not that a lot really happens in that show. Uh, It's more like a mood thing. But yeah, we started that. That's been fun. Uh, Still watching Fargo. Still getting through Supernatural. Uh, To keep in mood with the spooks and the spooktober. uh, Showed Liz Ready or Not. Which is the movie about... uh, Hide and Seek. Hide and Seek, yeah. Uh, but it's also a horror movie, uh, hide and seek. It's very fun, very funny. Um, it's not a very serious kind of thing at all. Uh-huh. It's it, kind of like Happy like, Death Day level four. Like, what? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Just like what's the next? What's next time? Uh, four squares, the horror movie. Like where, <laughs> we, where did we go from? Uh, I don't want to say too much because I think I eventually want to try and get on this podcast. So I don't no. want to spoil too much. Yeah. It's not like scary. It's not. Scary. I mean, <laughs> it's fun. It's horror. just like yeah. I don't know. Like the last one you showed me, that was fun horror was it follows i feel that and was not fun no it was just sure? not scary yeah all right that I was said, more I, okay you're the only one who didn't take that movie seriously how are you supposed to because it's about sex that's why you can't that's why you can it's ghost <laughs> it's std dumb. it's gross. it's just about aids <laughs> anyway uh, and e finds aids to be very funny oh uh, no don't, don't have that on record whatsoever. Um, Oh, for remember, record, I said that and he did not. For the record, he does not think AIDS is funny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, um, me in certain contexts. Oh my God. But right. uh, the guys who did Ready or Not uh, wrote and directed it, they are going to be the guys taking on Scream 5 in 2022 or 2023. I forget the year. Um, and tonally, well, fucking 100%. Yes, they are the guys that can pull off another Scream movie, I think. If anybody could, those are the dudes that can do it. Um, and then watched a really bad, uh, what's the guy from Harry Potter? Daniel Radcliffe? Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say Riga de Capita. How did I know that one? <laughs> I don't know, actually. He wasn't even on the thing. No. Um, anyway, it has Daniel Radcliffe in it. It's called Beasts of Burden. Uh, it's about a guy who gets stuck mewling drugs. 
drugs and money across the border through a plane. And half the movie just takes place in the cockpit while he's calling people. And then, like, the next half of the movie is directed really poorly on the ground with characters that you don't care about because you didn't really get to know anybody very well. Uh, I wouldn't recommend it. Like, when I first saw it, I was like, yeah, that's fine. Uh, it's a fine movie, I guess. But then I, like, mulled it over for an entire week. And uh, that movie was fucking unnecessary and boring as hell. Mm-hmm. Like, even if Daniel Radcliffe honestly did do a good job in it, because I think he did fine, um, everything else surrounding it was fucking hot garbage. So gladly paid six bucks for that. Doesn't he have another movie? Yes, a lot come, of movies. Like the gun one. When's that supposed to ever? Oh, Guns of Kimbo? Yeah, it's, it's, already it's already out. Yeah. Oh, it's what? Already out. yeah. Oh, that one looks fun. So it's actually one thing that somebody pointed out is that uh, Elijah Wood and Daniel Radcliffe were both the main characters in these huge movie French fi- or French fries. French fries. <laughs> these huge movie <laughs> French fries. Fr- yeah, franchise blockbuster movies. And then after they were done doing those giant movies, they just started doing these really weird independent movies that not a lot of people like or watch because well, they can. For uh, Elijah Wood, I actually really respect him because he's always been really into horror. Yeah. Um, and video games. Right. He was in. Uh, no, no, he wasn't. He's been yeah, in a couple horror movies. I was going to say uh, Cabin in the Woods, but he no, wasn't he's not in that. Yeah. No, but nice. Elijah Wood, like he's so into horror and like he went and started off a production studio with another person. And they just make like horror movies like they did Mandy and stuff like that. Um, well, like uh, one that he was in too is I think it was, I want to say it was called Psychopath or so. I can't remember exactly what it's called, but. Psychomantis. <laughs> you um, like to play Castlevania. Maniac? <laughs> Maniac, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that like, was a really good remake. I think that's better than the original. Yeah, that's fair. I was going to say, I thought it was interesting how they did that entire movie in like the first person mode. Yeah. Um, you got to see everything from, okay, so first off, Maniac is uh, about a maniac mm-hmm. who is obsessed with uh, following and killing women, and then he, like, turns them into mannequins, or, like, uses their body parts for mannequins, basically. Yeah. Okay, um, that's an interesting premise. Yeah, and it's, like, really fucked up, and he goes into his childhood of, like, what he thinks about women and, like, the potty and stuff like that, and what he thinks of himself. Um, and that one I remember really well actually i think it's really good i think he does a really good job yeah it's all from his perspective so it's kind of haunting mm-hmm. i remember that one specifically because it gave sam nightmares after we watched it it didn't give me oh, nightmares really? but i watched that movie like three o'clock in the morning like just scrolling through netflix going okay what? you Perfect. should never watch anything at three o'clock in the morning i'm gonna argue i work nights i watch a lot of things at all three right, o'clock in the morning say <laughs> that's when my lunch break you is need at least some sunlight before you watch a horror movie at the very <laughs> least <laughs> um actually sam asked a while ago about daniel radcliffe as a dead guy some movie yeah that's um uh swiss army man yeah yeah it's literally he is a corpse and a guy gets stranded on this uh island and the guy goes insane at some point or maybe he doesn't and swiss army man is actually like a thing Mm -hmm. um but he like basically finds a bunch of uses for this corpse to like collect water and like he can use his farts as like a propellant and he like uses his arm as like a chopping thing. It's really, really, really dark humor. Um, okay, it's supposed to be funny though. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's, Is it? Uh, it's okay. Okay. Um, it's gross. It's really gross because yeah. you have to keep in mind like it's literally a corpse that he's using all these things with with his imagination. Yeah, yeah. he's using the gases building up in this corpse to start fires and like yeah. uses a jetpack and like it's just so it's really dumb. It is dumb. It is. <laughs> like I said, it's he can. He uh, played Harry Potter, so he definitely has money to burn. And now he just plays in these weird yeah. indie movies because he can and he wants to. 
Um, but yeah, Elijah Wood uh, is producing a bunch of horror movies. He's been in a bunch of horror movies, and yeah. he likes video games. So he also has a studio that creates horror video games. Uh, yeah. So like I said, they played in these huge roles or once in a lifetime roles, and now they do what they want. Yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, that's that's the American dream, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so other stuff. Um, like I said, Monsterland and Infinity Train. Uh, Liz showed me the first episode of Selena plus Chef on HBO Max, where Selena Gomez is being taught how to use her big giant fancy kitchen in her giant oh, she mansion. Does stuff still, apparently. Um, I know she still has music and stuff. I mean, yeah. I mean, I I know her because she was on a Disney Channel show called The Wizards of Waverly Place. Right, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but like chefs call in or whatever, and like, hey, like here's how you cook a thing, you dumb celebrity. But they don't. It's nice. It's all very nice. Except yeah. for the French guy. He, like, teaches her to make a French omelet. And she does it better than him, sort of, kind of. And then she tries to make a souffle, but it's completely raw in the middle. It's kind of a pleasant show. Uh, she's really bad at it. And every time it shoot, goes a close-up of her, because, like, there's this camera system she had to set up in her house. It's, like, camera over the stove and, like, cameras mm-hmm. over to the side and stuff like that. And they're kind of all automated because nobody's there because pandemic. Man, I'm talking a lot. Yes. That was... What? I'm sorry. But Selena <laughs> Gomez cooking. Yeah. And every time it shows a close-up of... Her chopping something, her fingers are out when she's holding it. And every time I like cringe and freak out. She never cuts herself, but every time I'm like, she's gonna fucking chop her finger off. Or does they just not show it? Or, or they might not show it because they they don't want to show her <laughs> nearly chopping a finger off, maybe. Um but watching all those cooking shows, Dry knows how to properly chop, at least. I do know how to properly chop and cook a bunch of stuff and proper techniques for most things. I, I don't learn anything from the cooking shows I watched. I well, I guess I learned someone can make a watermelon look like a ham, but I don't think that will benefit me. <laughs> yeah, you can do that. Yeah. And you can, like, make it kind of barbecue-y. Yeah, much. that's what he did. Yeah. Like, he was like, ha, I'm going to fool the judges when they cut this. It's actually a watermelon. And they ate it and, like, why are you feeding us cooked watermelon? I mean, he won, so. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, another thing that, uh, other things I've been watching are Vice. I finally got around to watching that. I've been wanting to watch it for a long time. It came out in like 2018 or 2016 or something. Like is somewhere it between 20... to like the news people. No, uh, vice okay. as in vice president. Oh, and it's God. on Dick Cheney and his life. Right. I've heard of it. Never watched it. That was Gosh. that movie that, um, who was he the vice um, president to Bush? Okay. Chris, that's Bush a movie Jr. that Christian Bale, like gained a shit ton of weight to play. Yes, he did. He gained a ton of weight and it was right after, some movie where he had to be super buff too. Yeah. And then right because after that's Christian Bale. Yeah. And then right Batman. after vice, he went and did a movie where he was like crack skinny again. Like Jesus Christ. And that sounds that, awful. He did that for years. He yeah. does that for every single. So race. yeah, he's been doing that since 2004. Yeah. Since Batman basically. Yeah. Well, even before Batman, because what it was is he got super buff to play in, um, I guess not even super buff. He got buffed to play in, um, Reign of Fire, actually. Right. Yeah. And then he lost all that weight so he can play the machinist. Yeah. Then he gained about 60 pounds in just pure muscle the next year, just so he can so he can play Batman. Then he got skinny again to play in Rising Dawn, I think, the Vietnam movie that he was in, where he was like behind enemy lines or prisoner of war or something. So he got skinny for that. Sure. And then did the next Batman movie, so he gained 60 pounds of muscle again. And then lost a bunch. Or, no, it was like forty pounds of muscle, I think, or something like That's that. Just, I mean, again, and this then, is just unhealthy. At yeah, point, his doctors even warned him about. Yeah, it. and then lost a bunch of weight so he can be in that movie, The Fighter, because I guess he played a drug addict in that movie. Then gained a bunch of weight again, so he can play Batman again. And then he lost a bunch of weight for another movie, and then he gained a shit ton of weight and fat to play in um that weird comedy movie, American Hustle. Yeah, American Hustle. Yeah, 
and then lost it again for whatever reason, and then gained it again to play Vice. Yeah, like he got he like looks really fucking like fat. Like he just gained all the fat. It's it awful. Anyway, it's, he plays Dick Cheney, and you learn mm-hmm. all about Dick Cheney's life. And I already didn't like Dick Cheney, and I thought he was a huge, awful politician. I learned he was way worse than I ever thought. That's what you learn a lot if you look into the history of presidents and vice presidents. Yeah, like he is awful, and I can't go into the multitude of things that he did terribly. Uh, I highly recommend people go and watch the movie, actually. Um, it starts off with text saying, we can't be 100% sure that all of this happened. Um, we know the gist of these actions that happened for sure. Uh, we can't be entirely 100%. We did our fucking best. That's literally what it says. We did our fucking best. Nice. Um, yeah. And it's uh, by the same guys that did uh, that one movie about the money and the crash. Moneyball. No, no, no. <laughs> that's the only that's uh, always my first like go to whenever I hear money, like a stock market crash. Yeah, uh, uh I think I think I know the one you're talking about, but I can't think of the name of it. I'll look up the name here in yeah. a minute. Isn't that the one you were telling me that like Margot Robbie's in that movie for mm-hmm. 30 seconds just to explain some financial thing while she's in a bathtub? Yep, that's <laughs> the entire joke, though. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. She's like, hey, nobody's gonna listen to this if some big fat guy in a suit tells you about it. So, hey, I'm Margot Robbie. And I'm going to be in this bathtub naked drinking champagne to explain this to you. It worked. I understood I quite a bit to, of that like, movie. I feel like I've seen this movie in Maybe? Like one of my economics classes. Like, it's very, very likely. It might yeah. be hardball, but that's probably a different movie. And I think that's, that's a Keanu Reeves movie about baseball. Christian Bale's also in that movie. Also oh, Moneyball? <laughs> in, no, not Moneyball. There's Moneyball and Hardball? Yeah. What? What's happening? What? <laughs> there is a movie called Moneyball, I think. There is a movie called Moneyball. Yeah, it doesn't that. have anything to do with money. I think it has yeah. to do with baseball. It Well, it kind of has something to do with it. It's like min-maxing a baseball team, basically. Ugh, awful. No, I love that movie. It's great. <laughs> How dare you? No, I, I say I love that. I, I've seen it once when I was in high school. I should. I, I can't really <laughs> form too big of an opinion on it. What's the chat doing? I haven't looked at the chat. Uh, the, I remember Shaw Claus was the saying... The Big Short. That's the Big that. Short. Yes, yeah. yes. Thank you. Okay. Shaw Claus was saying he would have failed the person who made the watermelon... Um, I mean, you immediately know it's a watermelon when you watch him carve it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, like, and the point was to surprise the uh, host people. I get, I don't watch many uh, cooking shows. My mom was watching this while we were waiting for the AC guys. So I was just, like, watching in, like, passing and, like, what the hell? <laughs> and then, Every There's been a handful of movies that whenever I lived with Dry, like, I just walked downstairs and the fuck are you watching oh, some cooking thing. <laughs> there's a lot of movies i've seen like two-thirds of because my dad was watching it and then i just continued uh get out is one of those that's a man i have a weird I, relationship with that movie i love it like it's very funny I, i'm kind of mad that people call it a horror movie because it's not scary in any way it's if i got mad at every time someone gave us something a stupid genre name then I would hate it. It's just because it's so clearly a suspense thriller. That's why. <laughs> it's because people don't understand there's a difference between horror and thriller. Oh, it's so frustrating. It is. Yeah. Um, the thing is, is like, I think we learned that as kids because like we went to the horror section and there's a bunch of thriller movies in the horror section. And then we get mad every single time. We are like, I'm going to watch a horror movie. That was a thriller. Motherfuckers. That's because like <laughs> people have this idea. There's like five genres where it's like action, horror, mystery, animation and then some and then superhero like people that's like <laughs> people have like five genres they have 
Oh, comedy. There you go. That's a way better. Yeah, there you go. Um, um, also, Shock Lobster was talking about the gaining and losing weight, saying uh, a lot of he heard a lot of actors that have done superhero movies are most happy to quit them because they can go back to their normal diets. Yeah, because they have yeah. to go on insane workout regimens. And insane workout regimens. And, and yeah. yeah, I was going to say, um, it's one of those things that I got like a little bit pissy about was whenever uh, someone took a picture of Jason Momoa while he's at the beach and it was whenever he was in his off season for doing superhero movies. So he just had a normal person's body and everyone's yeah. like, Oh yeah, look at Jason Momoa's dad bod. And he's still like in better shape than 80% of everyone. See, yeah. that's because people are garbage. Yeah. They also <laughs> did the same thing to Zac Efron because Zac Efron, like for some movies like are uh, during the two thousands was like in incredibly good shape. And then like, he decided to like just wean off it for a bit. So whenever he did his weird documentary thing on Netflix, he was just, has a normal guy's body. And so they say Zac Efron has a dad bod now, even though he's in better shape than everybody in this room. Speaking of that weird documentary on Netflix, we, uh, me and Liz did watch that when it was out. It's, it's really fun. It's about Zac Efron? No, no. Okay. He's he just, just travels it. around with his health uh, vegan friend, I think it is. And they just go to these places and like figure out how they're helping the environment out and like getting carbon emissions down and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And they also eat food while they're there. It hmm. sounds It's just pleasant. Yeah, yeah, it's just pleasant, honestly. <laughs> Is it like multiple episodes or is it just one documentary? I think it's like six 35-minute episodes. Okay, that's yeah. interesting. It's actually really fun. And then Shock Lobster says, Zac Efron looks like a mannequin, whether he's or cut or not. But No, he looks like a fucking Ken doll. I mean, yeah, he I was going to say, he, he, he looks like Disney tried to make the perfect-looking man, and that's what Disney came up with. Like, he really just eternally looks like he's in high school to me, is how I'd describe him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Sam says, sounds like everything I Garuda. Uh, yes, yeah, no, no, it's Garuda. Uh, yeah, Sam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's everything she Garuda hates. I Garuda a lot of things too. Also, I imagine you're like going home or something because she also said her fingers are frozen. So. Yeah, probably. Um, so yeah, um, the last little thing that I watched was a video by Lindsay Ellis today. Mm -hmm. Was uh, it the Omegaverse thing? Yeah, I watched the first yeah. thing on the Omegaverse. And the like thing that Marvel I'm thing? No, no, the thing that I'm bothered about now is that I know what the Omega verse is. I think um, you probably have a good idea. It's some wolf porn. Yeah, that is wolf porn. But what if fanfic and then also wolf porn? It's wolf porn, but with people. But not not really people, though, because they're still kind of wolves. <laughs> yeah, but kind of people. Yeah. And also it's based off fanfic, but not based on fanfic. And how there's just like one author in particular in the Omegaverse who gets really pissy whenever anyone talks bad about her, as long as they're female. Yeah, and also claims that she created hetero sexuality. Uh, yeah, yeah, for the Omegaverse. Yeah, okay. Like her, like yeah, her general. Omegaverse was the first Omegaverse that was hetero. Okay, erotica. is this based off of the Alpha and Omega movies? Maybe. Maybe. There's something with Alpha, Beta, Omega. Yeah, it's just like alpha males and like have the alpha males have sex with all the women because they're alpha males. Okay, so one, it's based off of pseudoscience that doesn't even actually right. Exist. It's fan fiction science. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I highly recommend watching Lindsay Ellis's video, the first video on the Omegaverse. I intend to watch the second one tomorrow, where I, it looks like she got DMCA'd. Nice. kind of i i won't ruin it for you i did watch it already like okay. i was actually like looking for something to listen to while i was going home and that was like like came out 17 minutes ago i was like cool and i clicked on it and started listening to it yeah. hey let me know if it turns out it was in fact based off alpha and omega because that's a movie no one cares about 
it's a really weird, complicated thing. I'm not gonna lie. Okay. I hardly understand even what it fucking is. So it's still. basically fanfic of a woman who wants to have sex with a man who has the anatomy of a wolf. Okay, that's it's pretty pro- much it probably what it isn't is. Isn't based off Alpha and Omega. Then <laughs> <laughs> that's just straight up wolves. Um, but it's kind of like really rapey and really violent. All right, apparently I'm, I have yeah. I was already out, and now I'm like no, 20% like me and Dry would be out with this even more. Like out. it's fucking weird. No, I don't even want to hear about it anymore. So next week, don't even bring it up if I'm here. Um, and yeah, Sam, no. DMCA is just like a, a takedown notice yeah. Uh, yeah. saying if, uh, you violated a copyright of my work. Yeah, uh, like I said, it, it is and isn't, but I won't ruin it for you since you're yeah. going to listen to that later. Um, That's... It is weird furry shit. Like that, that is probably the best way you can describe it without having to actually describe it. It's weird furry shit. It really fu- yeah. sounds like it's furries a... in denial, though. No, it, they're not in denial. It's like a weird subgenre of furry. Okay. Yeah, because they're wolves, but they're not exactly wolves. They're wolf men. Well, also maybe also only wolf women. Mo- most of what I understand the Omegaverse to be is mostly gay, like woman on woman, man on man. Okay. Uh, and then they want to fuck each other a lot. Okay. Because erotica. And then also, what if we based a character off of a bunch of other characters that still exist? Well, that's just fan fiction. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but she's trying to say like she uh yeah, she's trying to say that like she invented it even though it's like this weird fan fiction shit but for her like the tropes that she made she's saying it was her personal ones and like like we could probably do an entire yeah, podcast got, episode not that just on that and yeah. i'm gone like I'm it, it gets into frank. some weird shit but like it's so weird like it yeah. sounds like a weird internet thing but it I is mean, i've seen so many weird internet things in my life that Oh, whoops, sorry. I've seen so many weird internet things in my <laughs> life that I'm I'm really not interested in all of them. Yeah, it's it's a whole fucking thing. Uh, also, apparently in 2016, there was like an entire string of books, like Kyrie says in the chat, cocky, that had the word cocky in it. And they were very sexual books <laughs> that just had the word cocky mixed into the title. What if they it was just all misprints and they actually meant cockney? That would be really great. <laughs> and it was just like all these people cockney accents. But it was like the cocky brothers and something like it's insane. Yeah. Uh, I, I highly recommend anybody so, who's listening to go and look up Lindsay Ellis and look up these videos. Yeah. Around the time that I was looking or finding out about Lindsay Ellis and like actually watching her videos is whenever I found out about like Sarah Zed who talks about stuff like that too. Like that's how I found out about the Onceler fandom that I was talking about. <laughs> oh man. And we can't get into that. Yeah. yeah that yeah, is a whole getting... other fucking subject. Um, and like a bunch of other like weird fanfics and self-published books. And yeah, we, we can't. Get it's, into that. it's a whole fucking yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. Erotica is basically just porn books. That's literally what it is. Yeah. Um, it's porn for boring people. Sam wrote an erotica. Like I don't need to know. Um, she's people. describing it in chat. Oh, God. <laughs> so I have some topics I want to bring up. Okay. Um, so I know that we talked about Snyder and all that stuff that's going on with that. Yeah, and... he has to re-record, doesn't he? Well, no. That's the weird thing. So we brought up the Ray Fisher stuff and how he like was going after WB and he didn't like want internal investigation to investigate him because he didn't like how they were hired or something. Yeah, yeah, I remember this. I remember. Um, that's kind of in a standstill right now. Uh, it, it's basically coming down to some actors came to his defense. Actually, Jason Momoa, uh, like you brought up earlier, Robbie, he actually came to Fisher's defense and saying, like, yeah, things were fucked on that set and somebody needs to do something about it. So there does seem to be some sort of legitimate legitimacy to his claims. It's just about him now going in and backing them up. But the weird thing about that is Fisher now is going in and he is doing reshoots for the Snyder Cut. Okay. Hmm. Right. So that's weird to me, right? Yeah, that, that is weird. weird. Um, like that whole situation is weird. Yeah. So the other thing, uh, the Snyder cut is going to be extremely long. 
It's longer um, than four hours now. Two years. No, it's four hours. Um, but that's literally like two and a half hours more than the original than movie. what the original movie was. I'm still like. And the other thing is, he is currently doing reshoots, but not of things that were shot already. It's things to add to it. Can you even call it a reshoot at that point? No, but I think that's kind of the closest to what you could do. It's costing $70 million to Jesus. get this done. I don't, like, what's... I feel like the end goal is not even going to be worth it anyways. No, it's going to be insane. So, like, oh, yeah, the thing is, everybody except for Henry Cavill, all of the main cast, are doing the shoots right now. Like, there's more Batman, there's more uh, Cyborg, there's more Wonder Woman... Uh, there's more of the flash like they're all back doing that the only person who isn't doing that is more superman because i feel like his story is kind of exactly what it is in the movie you can't do much with it um and then here's the other weird thing is the joker is in it now yeah i remember hearing about that it's a bad one yeah the jared leto joker that no one liked he's just gonna be in it now yeah but yeah, he's just going to be in it now, even though it's supposed to be reshoots, even though he was never in the original script, even. Yeah. So I don't know what the fuck they're doing with this, but it's costing them $70 million. Yeah. On top of their already like $360 million budget. Yeah. I don't... So this is like panning out to be the most expensive movie ever made then. It's insane. What if, um, what if Joker just shows up to shoot someone and then leaves? That I might fucking, be it. I, the, what I, something I want to do is have Joker like be taken away in a spaceship and then at the end of the movie like come back down and he's the new actor who's playing the Joker. <laughs> that would be incredible. I know it's not going to happen. Like, he gets shot by an really alien great. and then he turns into um Joaquin Phoenix. That would be great. I had to think of his name for a second. <laughs> um the other thing, the both these things are involving the theaters, I suppose. Um WB is incredibly frustrated with how Tenet did in theaters. Overseas it did fine. Mm-hmm. Uh it did like uh 280 i think it is in total 280 million overseas uh it's done 50 million in the states here um which is wb saying like we don't regret putting it out we just regret that this is the movie we had to learn with because that movie was stupid expensive uh and even with everything they made overseas they still haven't made their money back on it I mean, you did say that movie was like a minimum of like $300 million that they spent on it. That was before advertising and they advertised the fuck out of it. What's it at right now? The box office? Yeah. That's what it's at right now is the $320 million. Okay. Yeah. Um, So they still not made their money back at all. Gotcha. Just even the production. And I think one thing I remember hearing too was that uh, I guess New York is probably one of the biggest places for cinema Mm -hmm. and they're still pretty much just closed when it comes to doing anything publicly. So like Theaters aren't aren't really open for them to watch it there. So they just started a thing where they're going to start opening up the theaters. And so Regal um, just opened up 11 theaters, even though they went bankrupt. And they closed every other theater ever. They opened up 11 theaters in New York. Um, how that's going to work there, no idea, because they've been pretty uh, stiff on that kind of stuff, I'll say. Uh, they definitely have like laws and stuff in place to where you can't just have a million people. So I think even with all of those theaters opening in New York, it's still not going to be a big, a big bump, honestly. Um, and I sh- uh, shock lobster says my youngest, who was a Batman super fan, who was naming his stuffed animals, all Batman fell asleep during Batman versus Superman. Uh, yeah, that movie sucks. And I'm one of those fucking assholes who fell for the Snyder cut shit on that one. That one also had a like release the Snyder cut, and so they fucking did. 
It's the director. Martha! Is that um, just all that <laughs> Schneider does is release bad movies and then have people demand for his original artistic vision? Yeah. I see. Because, <laughs> um, like, the Batman vs. Superman, when it came out to Blu-ray, it's like, here's the director's cut, the Snyder cut. 30 more minutes, and it fucking... It, not only is it 30 more minutes of content, they literally rearrange scenes to make it make more sense, and it's still bad. Um, that's the part that bugs me, is that it's just, in its bones, it's not a good movie. So that's that's kind of the thing. Which is why I think maybe Batman vs. Superman, or not Batman vs. Superman, uh, Justice League might be good, because it seems like it's not even the bones anymore. It's twice the length, over twice the length of what the original movie was. So I feel like that might It is the human still... centipede of what the movie used to be. Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which, I guess it's Shock Lobster and Kari are getting into it about that band 30 Seconds to Mars. Yeah, and they whether, seem to be getting into it. Yeah, they seem to be getting into it a bit. I will say this much about them. I think I liked two songs of theirs from like one of their first, like maybe not even their first album, like that one album that everyone knows. I don't know any of them. Uh, there was like a there was a song they had called "The Kill" and another one called "Attack." Those are the only two songs I've heard of them that I've actually liked. Everything else is garbage. I, li- I literally couldn't name you a single thirty seconds to Mars song. Are all their songs thirty seconds? No, <laughs> that would be that would be a good thing. That would be great. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was basically Jared Leto trying to be a uh trying to be a rock star and now their songs are way more pop songs than anything else now i mean that's how he got to start i mean yeah Mm -hmm. that's music so he wasn't an act he was a rock star yeah he was a rock star that was trying to be an actor he basically pulled um what's his name um why can't i think there was a name there was Um, a movie you were telling me and you're like all you guys were like yeah jared leto was super greatly casted because he's such a rock star oh we watched it yeah in 2049 there okay yeah, I couldn't remember. Uh, yeah, and then the last little bit of news here that I have is that uh, depressing one also involving the theaters. AMC has been out there doing a bunch of fundraisers, doing a whole bunch of stuff because they are almost out of money. Um, they say they might run out of money by the end of the year, which is like not far yeah. away. It's like two and a half months ish. Yeah. Um. No. Oh, yeah, it'd be less. best case scenario with the amount of funds they have right now and the amount of business they're taking in, they're going to last till February, which fucking sucks. Yeah. They're the number one theater chain in the world. That does suck. Um, their their uh, stock prices did go up 18 points the other day because they finally started doing uh, what, AIM, what Cinemark has been doing, which is allowing you to rent out a theater for $100, which is honestly a really smart move. It's been fucking working out for Cinemark. Like, yeah. Busters, honestly. Yeah. That's where they're making all their money right now. Is by selling out entire rooms. Yeah, because it's a hundred bucks. You get like twelve people together. You're not spending that much money, really. Yeah. You're spending as much as you would on a ticket anyway. Yeah, it's about ten dollars per person. Yeah, and you get the entire place to yourself. You can yell and be an asshole all you want. Yeah. Um I can walk up the drive and be like, Who, is that the guy from earlier? No, this is an animated movie. How do you not know this? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, what I was trying to say earlier, because I could not think of Johnny Depp's name, is that Jared Leto's probably trying to be Johnny Depp in a weird way. Like someone who went into Hollywood to become a musician and then be, try to become like the biggest actor in the world. Except for Johnny Depp. He went into Hollywood to be a musician and failed musician and went into acting. just because Technically, he he's still a musician. Well, yeah, but, but he's not good at it. I disagree. I actually <laughs> like some of his stuff. Like he's actually a good guitar player. But they're trying to say that like Jared Leto was like the worst celebrity musician, which I... <sighs> Despite me not liking Jared Leto, I have to disagree on that. There are some guys who tried and did terribly. Like Steven Seagal. He tried music? Yeah, he plays guitar in a blues band. Well, he also tried to be a cop, too. Yeah, he was doing those at the same time. (laughs) 
Oh, were you were you done with the AMC? Is that? Oh yeah, just honestly, they're failing. Uh, I hope that they don't, because I don't know what that'll mean for theaters, honestly, or even in the greater sense of things. Um, Hollywood in general, honestly, like yeah. if Hollywood doesn't have the places to have these big blockbuster movies out and like get these millions and millions, hundreds of millions of dollars for a movie, if they aren't able to make have that setup, then movies are not going to be funded as well. Yeah, because they're like, just going to lose. Disney quality. lost the gamble with do people want to buy a movie on an already paid for streaming service? Yeah. That did not make them money on that. Yeah. Um, I, unfortunately, uh, we did that because Liz really likes Disney movies and really likes Mulan. Um, and I just straight up think that movie's bad. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you're the only same. one. I haven't seen that movie, nor have I seen any reviews, but like, I keep on getting things are oh, like, since I watch a couple video essays on movies every now and then, uh, right. I, I've been getting some things of like, this is why Mulan is bad kind yeah, of reviews on youtube i don't think i've seen a single person who's been like yeah that's all right like everyone's really like yeah it's bad yeah it just wasn't a good movie like even if it went to theaters i don't think they would have made their money because i think those for, that initial weekend audience would have seen it and told everybody else not to go see it i don't i really th- am hoping that it like is a paradigm shift where disney can't just keep remaking their movies yeah yeah same here like yeah, i really hope because like as much as like I, from a personal standpoint, I hate them anyways. Like all these stupid <laughs> remakes, but like I'm kind of missing the Disney movies, like their original stuff, like even the not animated stuff, because they used to they used to release random like live action movies every now and then. Yeah, but it wasn't their like main thing. But now it is their main thing, right? Yeah. Like, and I was like, yeah, every now and then you can have a fun little thing. And I mean, Disney's a stupid giant corporation that sucks, <laughs> but you know, but uh. Well, I, I was asking about the AFC because uh, you talk about WB actually reminded me uh, Animaniacs reboot. Yeah, yes, coming to Hulu. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm actually I watched the trailer for it. I'm it looks like Animaniacs. They've been so. putting out like a bunch of weird trailers. It looks so fun. Honestly. Yeah. Like there are some people like oh politics, which I don't think these people actually remember Animaniacs very well if they think <laughs> that politics is new to Animaniacs. Right. I mean, there's people who complain about politics on games that are political to begin with. Yeah. Well, our like games, our TV shows, our cartoons. Yeah, like people complain about pol- politics <laughs> in uh, Robocop. Like they're like, we need not political movies like Robocop when that's like pretty political from what I learned about it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the first Robocop is insanely political and is actually anti-cop. Yeah. Um, which people I think don't realize because like, cool, robot cop, big gun. But like it's actually satirizing the police system entirely. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's and mega corporations. Yes. Yeah. Also, Shock Slippers saying there's just doing lazy note for note reduxes of 20 year old cartoons. I yeah. Think, I mean, Animaniacs, I think, is one that lends itself better because it always was kind of topical. Like, it always was about like what's going on in the world. Yeah. And yeah. You, that could be really seen. Like, but that being or that being said, with like the I think the lazy note of 20 year old reboots would probably be me pointing or pointing my finger at disney but i've been complaining about that for years now i don't know like so with the movies i would agree with you but i think disney's honestly had a really good track record with their cartoons reboots like uh ducktales is honestly amazing and way better than the original ducktales wow anyway i would argue that's insane um you might like it more because there's actually more of a story for a lot of it like i do enjoy that more uh i think it it's like season two where they start like showing like uh them looking for their mother which Hmm. I don't know if that really happens in the original i don't 
remember it. I couldn't tell you honestly. That's fair. But like stuff like that, I think they've been on a good track record. Um, Cartoon Network's been on a terrible track record with a lot <laughs> of the reboots. Um, but I think right now they're out of reboots anyways. Yeah. I think. No, no, there's been 10, but that one's more like it kind of has a Scooby-Doo thing where it's constantly getting reboots. So I was going really to say, like, from I was looking at HBO Max and there's like a bunch of Ben 10 stuff on there. Yeah. I thought it was more of like the Naruto thing of like he's just constantly aging. So they're making new adaptations. No. Um, so there's Ben 10, then Ben 10 Alien Force, which is actually a continuation. OK, like that's um, then there's Ben 10 Omniverse, which is a soft reboot. Then there's Ben 10 Ultimate Alien, which is a reboot reboot. <laughs> and now there's Ben 10. It's just called Ben 10 again, which is also just a straight up reboot. What? And they all have weird things. So like original Ben 10 was like, and it, it was kind of like Teen Titans kind of thing where it's like inspired by anime and stuff. Right. Then uh, Alien Force, funnily enough, was more like following a story, hmm. but with a huge like, I I liked it quite a bit when it was airing. I liked Ben 10 in general. Um, I that's where I dropped off. But like it seems from each other one, it's different in different ways. The newest one's basically completely comedy. Okay, that's weird. I mean, yeah. well, that's where Cartoon Network's going though. So yeah, somewhat. Um, I mean they they get a lot of offers for not just pure comedy shows, <laughs> and they sure dropped the ball. Um, I'm gonna complain. They had a really good one. I forget the name of it. It's like something moon something but it was like this it looked really interesting from the pilot that they aired and they like it was greenlit for a season and then <laughs> they just canceled it before it even aired before it even really got far in production and it's because that... of the was it at&t right yeah it's because of the at&t buyout i guarantee yeah um i was gonna say there i just learned about the uh blazing saddles tv show the cat one no, Blazing Saddles. Okay. Off the, it was based off the Blazing Saddles movie. Um, it was something that uh, Mel Brooks had in his contract saying like, uh, yeah, we can sign on to this, but if you sign me to do this Mel Brooks movie and you get us, uh, you can have sequel rights, but you have to do four seasons of a Blazing Saddles show. And so they agreed to it. But the thing that there was a stipulation in the contract was they didn't have to air the show. So for four years, I'm not even kidding. They shot, scripted, produced all of it. There are four seasons of a Blazing Saddles TV show unaired sitting in a vault. Huh. Because the contract Mostly. did not stipulate that they had to air it. That's not that. That's uncommon. almost as weird. Like I actually found out about it this morning is there was a Italian version of Godzilla that apparently <laughs> was once again, just lost in a vault for a long time. And what that was, was they got like, because, you know, there was like the original Godzilla and then they made the Americanized version of it by just right. like mm-hmm. kind of copy and pasting a Canadian actor in there mm-hmm. and making it friendlier to Americans and kind making of it a little racist and putting Taco Bell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sure, because we had Taco Bell in the 1950s. Yeah, yeah. that dog lived for fucking ever. Yep. Um, <laughs> but there's that. And then like there's an Italian director who also wanted to like show Godzilla to Italian uh, people are to Italian audiences, but it was in the seventies and people didn't want to watch something in black and white. And so they used like a color gel that they just painted onto every single frame of it. And apparently it looks bad, like really bad. I it's, bet. it's called like people have called the Euro trash version because it's kind of like psychedelic in a weird way. <laughs> and then because it was like an hour and 10 minutes long and most uh, Italian movies at that time were an hour and 30 minutes long. He added 20 minutes of like 
actual World War II footage. What the fuck? Where they showed like real dead bodies, which made the movie a lot darker because they just showed like, you know, Godzilla destroying his city and then dead soldiers everywhere. <laughs> oh no, the building was and... full of soldiers. <laughs> but yeah, like that was a thing. And then apparently it just like was shown on Italian TV every now and then. And then it just like faded from existence until like 2017. Yeah. And huh. like no one had seen it. Apparently you can watch it for free on YouTube now. But like for the longest time, you just couldn't watch it. And like it came out in the 70s and it wasn't until almost 40 years later that it became uh, accessible to the public. Yeah, it's crazy what gets like just stuck in vaults, especially yeah. in animation, quite frankly. Like, like, uh, well, I guess it's really any shows, but there's the pilots and sometimes those just don't ever exist again. Like, yeah. Uh, there's a YouTube channel I follow that re- goes uh, that just talks about like uh, lost media in general. And it did one recently about a Disney Channel show called Jimmy Two Shoes, which is a very mediocre show, in my opinion. But um, the original was going to be like super dark. So like it the premise of Jimmy Two Shoes is it's a guy who died and was supposed to go to heaven and got sent to hell instead, <laughs> which is yeah, cool. They don't do anything, unfortunately, in the show that aired. But uh, in the original, like it was way more obvious that it was hell. And like, there's like a girl character in the show. And in the original, it was like the embodiment of a serial killer. Huh. And it was cool stuff like that. But that pilot's lost and just no one who worked on the show actually got to have that pilot. And it just, if it's anywhere, it's basically in some executive's office. And that's just a lot of pilots. That's weird. Yeah. Also, to go back to a couple things Chuck Flopster said. Yeah. Um. He was saying he has a few AMC dine in and serve things in his Atlanta area. Um, and they're expensive and bad. Um, I would say AMC is extremely expensive, especially with the concessions. But they also have what I would consider to be the best screen experience with Dolby Vision. Dolby Vision uh, and their is Dolby Cinemas. That has uh, hands down the best sound experience you can get in a theater, as well as having a 4K screen. If you don't have an actual AMC projector screen in your area, that's literally the best you can do is the double uh, laser projectors. I don't know. When we went to watch Shazam at the AMC, it was pretty bad. That was a weird thing. That weird freeze was so fucked up. I don't know how to explain it. I think Nevin still has the video. Maybe we can put it on the Facebook group or something at some point. Um, yeah, it's really fucked. Where like, you guys just had a freeze frame? No, it, was, it, like, no, it wasn't even a freeze. It broke. It was literally both projectors were putting scenes out that were like 30 seconds apart. And we were getting both the audio from that, from both things at the same time, and audio from the beginning of the movie. It was huh. So it was like flashing lights of lasers flashing everywhere, and audio from all different parts of the movie playing, and all skipping. Like On a hundred speakers. Yeah, yeah. it Jesus. was awful. <laughs> and, uh, and Sam was joking about being homeless for a little while there. That's fine. It's fine. But uh, Kyrie, <laughs> uh, Kyrie had she's me, fine. She can bake for money. Uh, bring one of my friends to that, and that was the first movie they've seen in years. Yeah, so that's a really great back to the theater first experience. Yeah. You got some free tickets out of it. Yeah, that's true. Also, Sam, nobody's gonna let you go homeless. Come on, get yeah, out. Yeah, you of just there. had to walk to here. Yeah, just well, that's what here. she said. She was gonna be for Halloween. Was homeless. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then the other thing is that uh, Shock Lobster was saying that there's no way that the Animaniacs reboot isn't just lazy. It honestly doesn't look lazy. It looks like they're really putting the work in. I thought you said it, that it's anything but. Yeah, uh, no way I'd expect uh, an Animaniac boost to be as lazy. Uh, it's saying that's what we got with Mulan. So he's agreeing with me about me saying that like them doing all the reboots is lazy and it's their way of trying to make more money off of 
things they've already done. Yeah. Sorry, my bad, Shock Lobster. But yeah, I'm totally on board with that. Like, I've been against them doing their reboots since yeah. the Cinderella movie came out in like what 2011, 2000, something no, like that. 2000. Was it Cinderella? It was Maleficent. Isn't that Sleeping Beauty? Was it was it? Maleficent, no. then Cinderella. Actually, yeah. was it Maleficent or Cinderella first? I think it was Maleficent. Okay, I was gonna Let's say Google no this. one ever remembers Cinderella had a live action movie. Anyways, well, because fucking Cinderella. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Like 2015 is when that one came out. So yeah, whenever that came out in 2015, like I was totally against it whenever that one came out. Yeah, like I didn't mind Maleficent because at least that tried to do something. Yeah, yeah, that was, that went from a different perspective. Like, hey, here's the villain, yeah. maybe she's Fucking out of him. But yeah, like uh, the even the Cinderella one, the one that nobody uh, even remembers. Apparently, that one did half a million dollars in the box office. That's not much. No, money. no, five hundred and forty-two million. Half oh, a yeah. billion. Yeah, half a billion. <laughs> sorry. Not million, half a billion dollars. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a little That's difference. a big difference. <laughs> um yeah, and like I the biggest thing with all of them, anyways, is like when you go a while after watching them, you just don't remember them because they're not re- they're very forgettable. Yeah. I would agree. But, uh the jungle book one I think isn't forgettable. <laughs> I, I know I'm alone on this because I talked to a lot of people who actually have that one as their favorite. I I hate the Jungle Book. It's just live action one. It's just so much fun. I just like I a lot of it boils down to I just that kid's not a good actor in my opinion. Yeah, but the, you don't go for the kid. You go for the balloon. He is the main character. No, he's not. Yes, he is. He's, he's the one we follow throughout the entire thing and we follow his journey throughout being weird in this world. It's fine. <laughs> Also, there's now a struggle between who's hotter, Gal Gadot. Dot, fuck, Gal Gadot. Ah, <laughs> Lose one point. Fuck. <laughs> Actually, between I think that might be how you say her name. Gal Gadot or Angelina Jolie. Um, Angelina Gal- Jolie looks sickly. Like if you're a teenager and you're just like boobs, then like Angelina Jolie, great. Um, but if you need like a figure, then Gal Gadot is 100. Like, I mean, she's still pre- Gal Gadot is pretty skinny uh... too. Yeah, but she's not just like boobs and like has a sickly looking face like she looks like she's still a human and not like just a skull with boobs for me the big thing is that angelina jolie is just fucking insane well yeah yeah she is (laughs) (laughs) i i'm this is a weird conversation to be having around why just because i (laughs) i don't like have any of attachment to either of these people oh yeah that's true (laughs) so it's like oh so he doesn't even know yeah he doesn't even know what we're talking about i don't know if you like if someone just walked up and like who's what's hotter a can of red bull or a desktop monitor well desktop monitors obviously it's just off like oh it's off yeah (laughs) yeah it's like what a weird it's like uh i don't know well it's i guess the aluminum can actually Pulls in coldness faster than plastic does. Yeah, I think so, the monitor might just be yeah, like, yeah. It's just weird though. Like it's just a weird conversation. To also, have. chances are it wasn't in the fridge beforehand. True. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You can put um, one in there. Also, yeah, she has eight kids, but she stole them from other places in the world. So <laughs> she doesn't. You're not wrong. Angelina Jolie. She adopted all of her kids. Yeah, except for like two. And that becomes stealing. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Okay. What are we talking about? Cinnamon? cinnamon. Why would you put cinnamon in Red Bull? Uh, if you want Why to not? burn your throat as you drink it. No, I need to know what? She paid for those children. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, I... so she paid for the people who or she paid the people who stole the children. All right, before we get out of here, because we got to get yeah, out of here pretty soon. Quite Shock late. Lobster. Why would you put cinnamon in Red Bull? Call back. <laughs> he says callback humor. 
What when did the cinnamon thing happen? Uh, I don't know. Have you ever had cinnamon toast? I just had cinnamon toast today. It's good, isn't it? Wait, cinnamon toast crunch? No, just cinnamon toast. Like cinnamon on toast? Like butter toast and you put cinnamon sugar on it. Yeah, I basically had that today, actually. Yeah. Yeah, yeah great, great stuff. Yeah. There Last you go. weekend the on answer. the live. Oh, yeah, you do. But yeah, you put cinnamon on anything. Yeah, it does. Okay, yeah, yeah, I remember now. I don't. That was a long show. <laughs> it was. Um, but yeah, this is also a long show. This one, that one's three hours. Yeah. Um, yeah, we jumped on a whole different train of all these different subjects on that one. Yeah. Yeah. Also, apparently Sam didn't like Jungle Books. I think just any Jungle Book, which, I mean, I don't. The other, the animated Jungle Books, pretty whatever in the grand scheme of things, I think. Genuinely, Bill Murray as Blue is the reason to watch the live action Jungle Book. And you get Joaquin Phoenix as a giant monkey. Not Joaquin Phoenix. What the Christopher Walken? <laughs> Jesus Christ! I was gonna say what? Yeah, Christopher Walken is a giant orange monkey pretending to sing. That's like, great. That's one of the worst parts because he it just doesn't work. But yeah, sorry, it's, it works so the, great. The callback jokes would have won if we remembered what the fuck the callback joke was. Yeah, yeah, it would have been so good. It would have been better. Laughed. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Yeah, we would have been like hee hee hoo hoo. <laughs> um. Today Which, we recorded our one year anniversary episode for this podcast that will be going yeah. up the week before Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving think, right? yeah. And that was an extremely exciting. And I, I got a little emotional. Uh it was kind of it's it's a kind of a thing. We've been doing this for almost a year now. Yeah. Uh, Which is kind of insane to think about. Like this year feels like it's been going on for five years, but this podcast feels like it's been going on for maybe a couple months. Yeah, it also is so strange for me to think of like when we started this, like it was around like holidays and Christmas and we we're mm-hmm. doing like, weird fun stuff. And then the world started to end, and we yeah. had to like develop what this podcast was during a time where it's completely weird out there. Like, yeah. it, it makes no sense. A lot happened. Yeah, um, it's it's been a lot. It's been a big year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm really really happy with this podcast, and thankful for everybody that listens and joins in. And it's just it's a it's a ton of fun. I really do enjoy this thing. Um, but we're getting ready to sign out. Thank you everybody for listening. Uh, e, hi. If anybody wants to get a hold of us, where can they do that? We have a Twitter and a Facebook, the last ones in and the last ones in podcast. We have an email, the last ones in podcast at gmail.com. Once again, that is the last ones in podcast at gmail.com. Send us your cinnamon. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I could think of. Uh, Thank you, everybody out there for listening and everybody in the chat. Uh, Shock Lobster, Kyrie, Sam, Jell, Randy, thank you all for being here listening. And uh, if you're out there doing stuff, wear masks, be safe, wash your hands, sanitize, or get tested if you can. Uh, yeah, just be safe out there, guys. Thank you, everybody, for listening, honestly. Yeah. Uh, it's been really fantastic. I'm, uh, if you guys are listening, um, yeah, we have our real music in the show for live show now. Hooray! So that's a cool thing. Um, anyway, uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, have a great night. We'll talk to you again next week. Bye!